Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of the Healthy Is Hot podcast. I'm your host, Chloe Wilde, TV host by day, sweatpant connoisseur by night, and a health and a life coach always. From hashtag to movement, we believe that loving all sides of you is what's healthy, and healthy is hot. Come hang out as we have raw, real conversations with badass individuals living passionate lives, thriving to make their dreams come true, and diving deep into how they got to where they are. And the best part? How health is a key component of all of it. From the highs to the lows, we get into it. From fitness to mental health to aspirational careers, get ready to be inspired. Also, we don't hold back. There might be swearing, there's definitely gonna be some laughing, and hopefully you can take something away from these conversations to live your best life, to live your healthiest hot life. Brought to you by Clarence. I love a good podcast episode where we chat with musicians, and today we are welcoming the Reclaws. You know them, you've loved them. They just dropped their latest album, Good Old Days, and we dive into what that album means to them, how they integrate health and wellness practices into their amazingly busy, chaotic lifestyles of being an awesome band on the road, and that and so much more. Let's dive in. Jenna Stewart, the Reclaws are officially on the Healthy is Hot podcast. Welcome, welcome. Thanks for having us, finally. I mean, geez, I love this. I love this. Our worlds have crossed paths so many times from like the entertainment news side of things in my day job. But now to get to have you guys like, I don't know, in my quirky, nerdy little health and wellness space, makes my heart just explode a little bit. Oh, no, I'm so, so awesome. excited. This is so awesome. I mean, geez, we are connecting at a fucking exciting time for you guys. I mean, <laughs> Just dropped an album. I'm obsessed with the name as well. Good old days. Congratulations. I mean, how does it feel now that it's finally out in the world? I love that uh, you're throwing in an F-bomb. So it feels fucking awesome. You know, (laughs) it's really awesome. We're so excited for it to finally be out. It's kind of like a, it's everything we've put out over the last two years, which have been the most intense last two years Mm -hmm. of our entire lives and to kind of put a bow on everything and finish it off with three new songs that we're so proud of and we're i mean it's just really cool it's a cool piece of art that we've been working on for so long yes we're calling it art i am i'm someone who i i respect musicians i live and breathe music i start my day with it i end my day with it it's such a big part of my life and i like a whole wide range of music but it truly is art it has this ability to connect with people to connect on some like deep emotional level it gets people moving and having a good time i mean so for you guys when you look at this body of work you look at this art how does it make you both feel individually now that you can take a little step back it's been shared the bow has been put on top and now you're kind of taking a moment to enjoy this moment this is honestly like kind of a um as you said a bow a bit of a a ribbon to like tie up the pandemic for us because every song almost every song was written and created in the pandemic over zoom rights and whatnot and we like we're like very skeptical of that at first because we're like in person is the way to write songs that's the only way we knew so it was a learning curve. A lot of it we had to record on our own in our houses and stuff because of it. And so it was awesome. It was just really cool to like make this album. And it like was a tough time. We used the title Good Old Days because it seems like the good old days for a moment 
in the pandemic were behind us and now we're actually looking forward to the days ahead and yeah. this past Friday the release was one to look forward to so it was a big big moment for us and what I will say even just like the the title good old days when I think of that I think of the past and then you guys I think it was last week or something you dropped a teaser and Jenna you were talking about how like yes of course it means like the days of the past but it also means being present for the days here and now and I thought that was so beautifully said and such a good reminder for all of us that no matter what's going on to try and be present and see the good in the day that is happening right here and right now 100 percent. I think that's so important like I mean it's hard to do it's easy to say but it's hard to do and looking back at all those songs and the people we were at each individual song and what had happened in our life at each individual song is so crazy to think because for some people it's like I feel like when you see a picture of yourself you can say how you were feeling in that moment mm -hmm. even though you're smiling I don't know you know you're able to be like oh no this was actually happening that's kind of that with the song put out um, but after having some conversations about it and about good old days, a lot of times, like I was talking to someone that was like, yeah, like good old days are over, like Boba, it seems so sad. But we don't realize that there's so many important, huge moments ahead mm -hmm. and great moments ahead. And if we can start to think like that and start to imagine those moments, they'll come no matter what. Like yeah. you kind of end up manifesting them. If you're looking at the, the future in a bad way, I think it, it manifests that way. Oh, yeah. I mean, our brains are wired to find patterns to confirm like our thoughts and our beliefs. And so if we happen to be in a negative headspace, our brains are going to try to find evidence in the real world that confirms that, oh, yeah, today is a shitty day. This is a shitty year, like, and it's never going to change. And it is hard to shift that mindset for sure to be a more positive one. But if you can, all of a sudden, you know, there's more good old days to come. Yes, 100%. so many more to come. And they find you as soon as you shift, everything gets easier. But it's the, it's the first initial shift that's the hardest thing to do, I think. Yeah, and I think that's so relatable because no matter who you are, whether friends, you're someone at home listening to this, or the two of you, we talk about the pandemic, we talk about a lot of really challenging things that have gone down the last couple of years that shift is hard and that like first moment of shifting to trying to see the light trying to see positive moments trying to have fun again lean on your people that first moment can sometimes be tough for you guys what are some tools you have in your toolkit when life does get tough and you're like all right cool i see it i've accepted it but we're going to keep going we're going to keep rocking on keep doing what we do but we got to get our headspace in a good place again yeah that's, I mean, we've been trying to learn that, I think, this year. I mm -hmm. think it's been very hard. We've been so busy, too. So when you're busy, you kind of put those emotions on the back burner because you can't not show up to those festivals. Yeah. You can't not get on stage. So we kind of had to put emotions to the side. But I think through this fall, we've been reminded of, like, oh, wow, yeah, a lot of things have happened. And for me, I feel like, I mean, I've been going to therapy for the last two years, Big fan of therapy over here. Big fan. It scared me at first. Like, I think it was like, oh, do I have a problem if I'm going to therapy? But I learned quickly that I don't. And just the way that the therapist talks to you, it's, they're not looking at you like, oh, that's, you should be thinking like that or blah, blah, blah. It's very like, no, this is, that's totally normal. Of course you're thinking that way. And I think that just opened my mind up. And then it's just like walking 
working out and just spending time with people I love. I think the pandemic brought that up a lot too because we were just shut down and we had to hang out with our family and friends and we have not been able to do that for yeah. four years. Yeah. So it was so weird. I was like social anxiety. I'm like, I don't even know how to talk. <laughs> I don't know what to do. I don't know how to ask people about themselves. Like it was very crazy, but I think it was important. I think the pandemic, there was, there was a lot that positive that came out of the pandemic as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah. A hundred percent. Again, it's like finding those silver moments, those silver lining moments, even when it feels like it's tough. And I know everyone can relate after having gone through the pandemic and all the uncertainty. Um, so what I want to hear about you, what are some tools of your toolkit? Jenna was an advocate for sure on the beginning of my therapy. I think it was about like early 2021. I started it because it was just like such a weird time and we didn't know what was going on. And it mm-hmm. got me through a lot of stuff. And I actually think that I've like calmed down because I'm like a high strung person usually. Mm-hmm. Um, like she said, working out, I've, I've found this new, I looked into like the best singers in the world, like what they do and like Mick Jagger, Justin Bieber, Miley Cyrus, like the strongest voices in the world are able to work out and sing, like high intensity workouts and sing the entire set. So I uh, took it- Are we talking like burpees, box jumps, like- No, not burpees. <laughs> Actually, I've done, I've done it on burpees and it's, no. it's nearly impossible, but I uh, took it upon myself. I got a like little like tower in, my, in our garage here in Nashville to just work out. And I sang the set two times through for like an hour, like, well, two hours, like, completely just boxing and doing the ropes battle ropes and whatnot and it has like completely changed the way that i sing the way that i am on stage and the way that like i'm able to travel and keep the stamina up. it's honestly for us it's it's all about stamina like just mm-hmm. we come home from being on the road for five days in a row we have two days to rest and everyone's like do you want to come get drinks i'm like i would love to but i really just i'm going to be in bed for the next two days because sleep i like am such a idiot when it comes to sleep, if I don't have it, I'm useless, like completely useless. So a mixture okay. of sleep, working out and therapy, that's that's it. Those are all great. Also, just one quick note on therapy. My mission in life is to get everyone to start seeing therapy like going to the dentist, okay? We don't really love going to the dentist sometimes, but we do it multiple times a year since we're little kids because we know it's good for us in the long term. And yes, we go see the dentist when we're in crisis and there's a cavity or like, I don't know, there's a root canal. Like we see them on a regular basis just as a part of life. And then we see them when we really need them. And I think that'd be so cool if eventually, and I feel like the conversation surrounding therapy is changing where it's like, if we could just look at it like going to the dentist, it wouldn't be this like big scary thing that you know we see as this thing that we only do when we're really, really in trouble or we're struggling. And so it's just like this other person that's like in your life that offers support. So I love that. And thank you guys for like being down to even share that because I think there's still some stigma around, you know, therapy and leaning on people and, you know, just admitting that it's okay not to be okay sometimes. And two, this whole working out while singing thing, I'm curious, like, do you sound good or is the goal to just be able to get through it? More just being able to hit the notes okay. and not run out of breath. It's running your breath, really. Like, it's just being able to not miss the moments that you need to and, like, training yourself to almost, it's almost like you're on your back foot rather than, like, trying yeah. to just do a song. When you're on stage, it's a joke. Like, you're just, like, <laughs> you're walking around instead of boxing. So it's really easy <laughs> compared to what I've done thinks. it with him, like, twice, and I can't even breathe. Like, it's, yeah. like, you you literally miss a whole verse just, like, <gasps> <laughs> It's scary. It gets scary. <laughs> yeah. Um, since you're so into breathing, have you like, there's anyways, there's so many good books out there, but, um, 
oh my gosh, I think it's just called Breath. It's a it's got a bright yellow cover on it, and they talk about um, covering your mouth and only doing nasal breathing, which obviously you can do for singing. But it's supposed to, if you work out, they say like the really intense people will even duct tape their mouth and they only breathe through their nose. And I love to run. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll like try, you know, running with, and I would never duct tape my mouth because I'm way too anxious. I'm like, what if I can't breathe? I could not even do it for a little bit. My brain was like, there's not enough oxygen, but supposedly that's a great way to train like lung capacity and oxygenation of the brain. If you really like check it out. I believe it. That's amazing. That's so cool. That would be kind of terrifying. though. I'd have a panic attack. Yeah. 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 Great book though. Great, great, great. great. I've got to read it. That's amazing. Um, and also just on sleep, I want to celebrate the fact that when you come home, because you live in Nashville, like Nashville's a cool place. I've been there multiple times, not enough though, but there's always something fun to do. It must be so tough when you guys do get home from doing all these festivals, doing your thing on stage and being able to recognize that like you got to put up some boundaries and be like, oh, I really want to do this stuff. But like, I think I need to just sleep instead. Yeah. Definitely. When you have friends yeah. visiting in town too, because like, especially people that haven't seen the town and like you go out once, they're like, we're going out every night this week. You're like, no, no, no. Because <laughs> this town will destroy you. Yeah. Like you will gain 20 pounds. And <laughs> so so awful after a month. It is so good. Yeah. But it's so fun. You have to happening. say no every single night. That's yeah. how busy and fun this town is. So like true. there's always something to do. So... It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. It's tough. And do you guys ever like struggle with guilt with saying no? I know that's something that so many people have on this podcast who are like ambitious, they're go-getters, they're like living dream lives, really. But when when you're like a cool, awesome person, people want to hang out with you or opportunities come left, right, and center, and you have to get comfortable saying no. And this is something even now I'm 34 this month, I'm still trying to figure out how can I say no without feeling guilty about it or feeling like I'm letting people down. And so I'm curious for you guys, like, do you feel like, have you gotten to a place in your lives where like, no, 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 like I know my no's, I know my yeses. I think it's still hard for me. Mm. I may, I have like a really great friend and she, she was the first person that I watched say no. And I was like, you can't, you can't you say have no. to do it yeah. like what like it was like a, an important night where there would be like industry people and like be important to go and she was like no not going i was like oh my gosh what do i do like she didn't have like a story or an excuse or a white lie she's just like i'm just going i gotta i know just not gonna do it i was like oh, goals and then it was like okay i i i can do this I can do this. I just don't like to let people down. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I yeah. want everyone to be happy. And I don't, like, if I say no, I don't want to ruin their time. Which is like, you know what? No one cares if you're there. <laughs> <laughs> I've noticed that. I'm like, as soon as I say no, they're like, oh, really? And it's like, bam, no one cares. I'm like, shoot. It's time for Chloe's Clarence pick of the week. Ooh, ooh. All right, so we are nearing the end of 2022, which means I'm recapping some of my favorite Clarence products that I've had a chance to try out, test out, and fall in love with. And today, it's all about eye care. I'm talking about Total Eye Smooth. This is a firming, wrinkle-smoothing eye balm. And I like that last word, balm. I have tried so many different eye creams and eye gels, but a balm just feels a little extra 
extra bougie. It's almost like a mini mask for your eyes. It feels really, really great. It's got um, effects of a serum, but of course the comfort of a balm. It targets under eye puffiness, yes please. Dark circles, yes please. So then we get that youthful, revitalized look we're looking for every single day. No matter what your age is, this is for you. It's for all skin types, combination, dry, normal, oily. And if you wear contact lenses and you find sometimes eye creams bug ya, this one is supposed to be great. So total eye smooth for totally gorgeous eyes. Let's get back to the chat. It's like, did you guys watch Schitt's Creek? Oh yeah. yeah. Okay, so there's that scene where like David's going to get his driver's license and he's so nervous and Alexis keeps just staring and screaming in his face and being like, David, nobody cares. And <laughs> David's like, okay, thanks. It's super rude. And she's like, no, like nobody cares. And then he's doing the test and like the driver's like instructor like really doesn't care. And it was just one of those things where like, man, we think like we we think we're a really good time but like they're gonna be fine like we say no to something you know the show will go on but i had to do a real big mindset shift and really like learn to embody like if i'm saying no i'm actually saying yes to something else and so often what i'm saying yes to is like myself whether it's my sleep or like hanging out with my fiance at home or like going to the gym or just reading a book and drinking tea and being an 85 year old woman like i so that's what i struggle with now because I still can't really say no without listing like a laundry list of excuses in my mind I have to say okay I'm saying no to this be it saying no doesn't feel good so I'm like okay well what am I saying yes to instead because that feels good oh it's so true and those things are important to spend time in as well like sipping tea on the couch when I'm doing oh. that I'm like wow yeah. I get here yeah. I'm adulting. This is what adulting looks like sometimes. Hard to be kind of thing. I'm like, am I 85? Maybe. Guys, I think I'm gonna make a great senior citizen. Like I really I think that I think that I might peak like in my 70s. Like I think that's when it's gonna happen for me. And then it, it will switch, like you'll be going out after. <laughs> right. You know, like you'll well, be I'm sure you see it in Nashville. Like I'm sure there are women of a certain vintage and men of a certain vintage that throw down. And like, I hope we get to do that, you know, one day in our lives together. Exactly. Yeah. So many groups of like older women that are on the, like they were like the girls trip. Yes. <laughs> I'm like, you guys are amazing. They're like, no, you need to get on a girls trip. That's what you need to do. And I was like, I do need to do that. Yeah. You're just, you're both of you are kind of busy right now. You're kind of busy. You're coming off an epic, epic summer. And I think that's one of my favorite things about chatting with musicians because you guys pour so much of yourselves into every song. You pour so much of yourselves every time you hit on stage. And the two of you are known for bringing like the good vibes and the high energy vibes. I mean, how do you channel all of that right before going on stage? Because I feel like that's something that we could all learn from the two of you. Um, being able to kind of like find our power, take up space, find a voice before we go into a, like a meeting or a date or a girl's night, or maybe, I don't know, on stage somewhere and absolutely crush it. I mean, how do you guys do that? Oof. I want to say it's like, like it came with time. Like we've been doing this since we were honestly playing for crowds since mm -hmm. I was like eight and Jenna was 10, like just on our family farm. That was, it was Halloween themed and people would come out weekends in October. And it was like a full on, like we, during the pig races is when we played the halftime show. It was the pig races, but we, we didn't really have any time to like question whether or not we were able to do it. it was more just go out and do it and make sure you do a good job. And yeah. so I think we just, every time we step on stage, there's no time to like question or whether you're not ready or not. It's more just like, 
I hope that they're ready because we're coming out oh. every time. That's all. That's the way you have Which to look I, at And it. then sometimes I think it's also like looking at the crowd. Like if you can like peek that from backstage, once you see that energy, mm-hmm. you know, like those people have been like waiting for this for so long. And you just like your whole mind shift yeah. shifts because it's oh. like, I got to meet them at the energy they are. Because I've seen concerts where people come out and they're not giving the energy that I want. And you're yeah. like, dang. Like, yeah. And so, it must be like a feeling too, I imagine. Like when you go out there and you know you're bringing your energy, you it's going to leave you with, I imagine, the most amazing high when you get off that stage. And uh, like I think, and again, everyone listening at home, you know that feeling, whether you like crush it at a presentation or like you call a family member that you've been putting off and the conversation goes great. Or, you know, we all have those things where we accomplish something, no matter how small or how big or how public or in front of how many thousands of people. It's a really great feeling of like pride. Totally. It's like that release too. Like it's for a lot of people, it's like things you're not looking forward to doing are the things that you should do because the feeling you get after doing it is like, oh, amazing. It's like working out if you yeah. don't work out and you know you need to and you do it. It's like, oh, wow. It's not that hard. It's just really getting there and I don't know, getting on the okay. table. A hundred percent. Oh yeah. Today I went for a run first two kilometers. I was like, why, why am I doing this? This doesn't feel good. My bones hurt. I could feel my brain jostling. And then eventually you're like, Oh no, we're doing it. We're good guys. Just one foot in front of the other. Life is great. Sun is shining. (laughs) So good. So you're up on stage, you're feeding off the energy you're bringing it. They're bringing it. But I'm like imagining, I'm asking us to like go back in time to the summer when you guys were just like super busy life was happening festivals were happening songs were dropping that's awesome and super fun but i imagine it must also take a lot out of you and for so long the conversation around like tours and touring and festivals was like really heavily focused on partying how little sleep everyone was getting how hard everyone was going and yes that's still a really awesome part of the music industry and i think it will always be but i feel like from where i'm sitting the conversation has started to shift to make sure that musicians and artists and creatives are also taking care of themselves even in the midst of a wild festival season did you guys find that this summer as you were doing all this really cool shit Definitely. Yeah. Like when we even like are mapping out tours and like what we're going to be eating on the road, like we used to be like, just whatever's cheap burgers and pizza, like that's fine, whatever. Yeah. Subway's good though. But we've like, we've kind of actually shifted our like backstage, like food and stuff on the bus to like be more like Greek food, like salads and chicken and just souvlaki, if anything would be like the, the fatty thing in the meal. But like Jenna's actually been really good on that. Just like watching our diet and watching like what we're actually putting into ourselves because the more crap you put in the crap you're going to feel as time goes on if you're like away from home and like yeah. you said running on yeah we want to like backstage people think like i remember thinking like oh they're backstage probably like partying yeah like, this is so yeah like i can't wait they're probably on this level and we actually probably do party more than most we do people, but but after mostly yes. but before <laughs> we're in the green room like sipping waters Bubbly tea, yeah, like <laughs> the biggest losers you've ever seen in backstage. silence, listening to like Chris Stapleton. No one's talking, we're albums. just like, yeah, and they're like, okay, ready? We're like, yeah, here we go. <laughs> oh my gosh, I you know, but I kind of love that. And then you're, you're able to like turn it on and make a switch. And I mean, 
I know you had a, an amazing summer with like the wedding and stuff and you were posting all kinds of like health focused stuff. So I think it's amazing. Like the more you can bring that into the tour and still have fun. Like I'm someone who loves to play hard, live hard, but I really love to take care of myself as well. Because if I do, then I can show up way yeah. better. Like I'm nicer. I have more energy. I'm more creative. Like it just affects everything. Yes. You're getting up in the morning, like with a different attitude. Yeah. It's pretty crazy. And yeah, the wedding weekend was insane because married. And then we had the busiest week of our entire lives. <laughs> it was like we got married on the Friday. We had a we had like a beach party on the Saturday. Then Sunday drove back to the airport and we had a show. I think it was Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Something like that. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And it was like a flight every single day at like 6 a.m. And the show is ended every night because we're with headline a lot of stuff, which is awesome that we're at that level now. But like we headline and then get two hours of sleep and then go again. So that was it, was just like, it was terrifying. Yeah. By the by the last day, the entire team, not just us, but like our entire team was literally like about to collapse. <laughs> That's when you need like team B12 shots, like shot life is now different. So now you get B12 shots in the bum and like maybe like an IV drip and that's how you bond as a band. Just, that's just my suggestion. That's, that's a great a idea. idea. I actually think we might need IV next summer. Like, at yeah. moment, like I know that people do that after hangovers. I need that after Imagine a show. That. Guys, we're also kind of getting older, eh? Like, like 20 was a long time ago and I had a lot of, I could do a lot when I was, now I'm like, okay, when, where am I sleeping? Is it going to be a comfortable <laughs> bed? Like if I go partying, I'm like, I need to be, I need to be in a bed. Like I can't sleep on a couch anymore. Like you think about these things. Oh, it's, it's so important. Yeah. Like if I'm going to someone's house and they're like, don't have a bed, I'm like, can't come. <laughs> no. Um, so sorry. That's your no. That's your, that's your guilt-free no right there. Exactly. Um, you know, it's so fun talking to you guys and, and being able to have just seen your career like skyrocket in the years I've been in this business. But I mean, how cool is it that you guys get to share this together? Like I'm a sucker for like siblings that work together. I'm a sucker for like husband and wife teams. Like it's it's so special. But for both of you, I mean, obviously you kind of found the secret sauce for it. Yeah. And yeah. It, it's been a, a long, I want to say 10 years now where we've like, there's been moments where we're like, are we going to be doing this? Like, is this a worthwhile? And like, when we get to that point, it's always literally to like the hour. Like we're like, <laughs> we were at university and Jenna was like, I'm booked the show and then we're done. Like this is 12 years ago. She's like, we're done after this. There's no way I'm doing another show. We're not making any money. Nobody cares. We're done. And we play that show in the moment we're packing up and we're about to like say goodbye and like go back to our student houses. This guy came up. He's like, that was amazing. Can I manage you? We're like, we're like, no, sorry. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it was just one thing after the other like that so it's like been like the universe has been very a big advocate of just showing up at the exact right time man thank goodness yeah. thank goodness the universe has had your back because i can't imagine like not like having you guys do your thing you know because so much has happened so much has happened i mean there's a bunch of awards you put out music you've toured with really cool people you've headlined festivals you've gone viral on tiktok but like when you take a step back is there like one thing or one experience that still feels like the ultimate pinch me moment so far i think it was the 
for me, it was the CFL song when they like chose Long Live the Night yeah, to be the CFL theme song. It was just like, it was a whole new platform. It wasn't just like people from our hometown. It wasn't just country fans that listened to the radio. It was Canada, like the country of Canada. And the amount of hate that came in on TikTok. I was say, it's the first time we had haters. Yeah. And like, probably, that's when you know you've made it. That's when you know. <laughs> so many people, like, it was like 50 50, but like, there was a lot of feeling like this is not the stuff that should be played on this sports channel. Like this is not rock music. They're like, or like look at how big their teeth are. That yeah. was a big one. Yeah. Oh, I was yeah. like, thank you. Yeah, they're, they're gorgeous. Okay, people pay really good money to have gorgeous teeth like that. Not going on in the mouth region. But it was yeah, it was when we saw the haters show up from the t like TSN network everybody like that and from there everyone seemed to just know who we were that was like the moment and then like it wasn't like boom it happened yeah, like yeah, we yeah. had another two albums to work on but it was like that was the first thing that was like wow this could be real i also cool. feel like playing the junos yeah was amazing like yeah. to be asked to do that was crazy mm -hmm. and we were just totally blown away i like i don't i don't even know i don't even remember doing it it was just so cool to be a part of like every genre mm -hmm. you know and like michael buble and sting and everyone's backstage and you're just like a part of that now it's just it's we're really, like staring really cool. at them like, just drinking tea being like <laughs> it's like everyone's pretty lame yeah those are very cool highlights and what's amazing is if you guys stick it out and keep doing like that list of highlights is just gonna keep growing like life is just this amazing beautiful challenging roller coaster ride um and i just i love i love that you guys are still still doing it and like having fun and finding success it's just really cool to see um and now good old days i mean when people listen to this whether they're like new fans of the rec laws or they've been around since day one how do you want them to feel when they listen to this body of work mm, that's a great question i mean i think it comes back to like we, we pulled a lot from our live show. We had the opportunity to play in front of fans that kind of guide the way of how we want these songs to be released and what we want them to sound like. And I think it kind of takes you through different parts of us and different ways we want our show to go. I think there's party songs, which mm -hmm. of course the rec laws have to have because that's who we are, really. Yeah, that's where it started, yeah. And then we have a lot of like hometown good old days kind of feeling songs where it's kind of nostalgic. So we have like party nostalgic and then we have songs that um, make everyone kind of step back and back into themselves. And, mm -hmm. and we talk about things, I mean, these it, stuff that's been hard for us to talk about, but we talk about things that allow people to feel like they're heard. Mm -hmm. And I think that's important. We want people to feel scene when they come to our concerts yeah it's gonna be a lot of it's we tried to go like push the needle as far as we can every way like we what the truck is, is <laughs> it is a pop song like production wise it's fully a pop song regardless <laughs> of it being a truck song it is um and it broke records that we never thought could be broken because of tiktok and our fan base alone but that was one and then we have like other songs that are just straight acoustic songs it's just jenna on one and just me on one yeah. and like I think we really like push the lengths and we want to see the reaction of the album, see what the fans like the most. Yeah. So moving forward, we can keep on right. ironing and carving out our sound, the exact sound that the Red Claws is. I love it. It's like a buffet. I'm a big fan of buffets. Yeah. Same. Like, you know, a little bit of this, a little bit of that. Why not? Like, there's something for every mood, every emotion. 
Exactly. We tried to do it with every record, and I think that's not going to ever stop. <laughs> so listen, I mean, album dropped a few days ago. You guys had an epic summer. I mean, as you're looking at the next little bit, I mean, what's next for you guys? Dang. I mean, there's so much on the horizon. This is this feels like a starting point. Mm -hmm. Now that it's out, we're like, okay, time to write the next record. Like, I know. that's where we're at. But there's it's a lot. Sorry, I cut you off. No, but I think we're talking about a tour. There's no like set days yet, so I can't say. I don't even know. We'll just put it out into the world. We'll keep it locked in to the Reclaws on all the platforms. But we've we have not a hard ticket tour since our first album mm -hmm. when we were like just starting out so we kind of want to do our own rec law tour that we're talking about so yeah. we'll see how the plans go and if it's makes sense to do but that's the next yeah. if it happens and you end up in toronto i want to be there i want to be fully decked out in merch and yeah we are getting a VIP. help me in yeah we're just hoping we, we want to see how many people show up like that we've never, like Jenna said, since 2018 and we were brand new, haven't done that yet. So Which is scary. <laughs> we're hoping to sell like several thousand tickets. So we'll oh, see how we'll see how it goes. Thousands. <laughs> just, maybe a million. I don't know. You know, just get the whole city out. Who knows? <laughs> you might sell at the Rogers Center. You don't no, know. I don't know. You don't know. Um, I love it. I love it. Listen, the two of you are awesome. I'm so excited and stoked you guys came on the podcast. Um, this is my favorite when worlds collide. So thank you so, so much for just being amazing humans, putting out music that matters and just enjoying the ride. Aww. Yeah. Well, thank you so much. This was a refreshing conversation and we're so thankful to be a part of it. Thank yeah. You. For some reason, I feel healthier. <laughs> I feel healthier <laughs> and hotter. I was going to say, I feel like in the last 40 minutes, you both have, you both have gotten cuter. Wow. I think you have <laughs> Well, 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 who else is feeling fired up and inspired after that chat? Yeah, same here. I can't believe I'm saying this, but just like that, another episode of the Healthy is Hot podcast in the books. Once again, I'm your host, Chloe Wild. And look, if you enjoyed this, go ahead and subscribe so you never miss out. Rate and leave us a cute little comment. Follow us on Instagram at Healthy is Hot. And remember, healthy is fucking beautiful. We'll see you next week. Brought to you by Clarence.